I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. and welcome to the one-up podcast through Anfield Index. I am joined by the two comic book lads, so Stu, how are you doing, Matt? Yeah, I'm really good, thanks for having us on. It's always nice to branch out a little bit. Ah, it's nice. Need to do the need to do these coming togethers again sometime when I actually yeah. get into some comic book stuff. And Rory, how are you doing? I'm very well, mate. I... For those that remember, if they listened, I did a couple of these when it first came to pass. Um, so yeah, it's great to be back on, actually. Aye. We shall crack on. So today's pod, we're just going to talk uh, mainly about Red Dead Redemption and a bit about Rockstar. Um, but yeah, we'll crack on straight away, but we'll just go a little bit into your gaming lives at the moment. So Stu, what, Stu, what are you? What consoles are you on? What games are you playing at the moment? Um, what consoles? Pretty much, I could go on anything. I've what got all four of my little, <laughs> my little, uh, my man cave, but at the minute I'm focusing on just looking at the stack on my desk, I've got Arkham City on the PS4, um, Gears of War 4 on the Xbox One, and Titanfall 2 on the Xbox One. Oh, I need to get Titanfall. And Rory? I, would, uh, I wouldn't bother, it's shit. Nah, nah, I'm not having it. Titanfall 1 was a masterpiece. And Titanfall 2, garbage. They've completely ruined it. They've turned the, the multiplayer into COD. <sighs> I'm going to cry. Awful. It's make, genuinely awful. Don't I'm sorry. Make, don't Destroy make me it. cry. I'll just go back and Titanfall 1. I've got it anyway. Um, <laughs> Rory, how, um, what are you into at the moment? <laughs> when do you get time? Uh, so, PlayStation 4, predominantly, um, playing uh, a variety of things. I still need to finish off Assassin's Creed Syndicate from last year. Ooh, um, <laughs> I know. I, I kind of went, went, played it a bit, went off it, not so much, but um, really enjoying Tomb Raider on the PS4. Um, played a bit of Mirror's Edge bit disappointing but i i really like the original um and i am uh doing a bit of beta testing on a mobile game for my brother-in-law who i've always talked about with Stu. he did some design work on on the batman games um oh, he did the cape didn't he he yeah and his his company he, he designs himself his company is his cape guy he's got a game called ski three um coming out which is which is really good um and when it's when it's linked i will i will post you guys the the thing to download it because it's, it's a really good little mobile game. So please do. Good stuff. Cheap plug there. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it's the right format to plug it, in, is, you know. Is. So why not? And he, he works hard on these games, so it's it's a tough going for a designer. It's fair dudes. So, fair dudes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll get straight into Rockstar in general. Obviously, they make great games like Extreme Ping Pong or whatever the hell it was called. Um, Absolute bully. classic. Yes. Yeah, yes. Um, Bully, um, GTA, Red Dead Redemption, um, probably plenty of more. Um, so, Stu, what is is Rockstar a special developer for you? And if so, why? Um, not really, because I'm going to say something now that might get me a kicked off and be blacklisted. Oh, I God. don't like most GTA games. I like. Guys, can we just end this now? That's, I like GTA is... One. 
and GTA 5. I didn't like the ones in the middle. What about Vice City? What about no. San Andreas? No. You didn't like Vice City? Right, come on, no. oh. That's it. Sorry, Jeez. guys. This is the end of an era. No. I, di- I didn't like them. That's why I was really sceptical when I got Red Dead, because I hadn't played uh, Red Dead Revolver. So they- I was coming into this really new one when people were saying to me, Oh, it's like GTA on on uh, horseback. On horseback, like, pretty much. Well, that's not a ringing endorsement for me. But it was off the strength of this that I then got GTA Five. I then had the confidence in them to to deliver a GTA game that I actually liked, and I, I fucking loved it. But as a developer, I they're not really on my list. My major go to is Ubisoft. Anything Ubisoft drop is is gold to me. I'd have to say Bethesda for me. Um, but R- Rory, um, Rockstar for you, special player. Yeah, for you. I, I completely opposite to Stu, which isn't uncommon if you listen to our pods. Um, I, I think they're quite revolutionary. Uh, they did games that no one else would have got near making. I mean, GTA, you know, GTA the first is, is of its day. It's, <laughs> it's pretty old school, but it's fun. Um, Right, that's exactly what I was going to say. That is my lasting memory of that game. Um, I loved Vice City. That plays out like a proper 80s kind of movie. And if you watch film Drive, it's basically ripped off of GTA Vice City. Um, and yeah, just throughout, I mean, they made a, a ping pong game work because they were testing a new, you know, uh, motion development thing you know it's it's a games engine that they produced and made a game based on it and decided to release it and it works and they just do things that i think are ahead of the curve um i love the warriors game that they produced um back on xbox 360 i think it was before that maybe it was a ps2 game um or maybe xbox one and it was re-released a few times um and yeah i just all the gta games in particular, five. I'd say five is way, way and above mm. the best game they've produced. Um, and re- well, other than Red Dead Redemption, of course, which obviously, we'll talk about. Obviously, I, I think they just do things that are different, and I think they, their games do play quite similarly because of the games engine. And I agree with that. Sometimes it's quite samey, but mm. if you're talking Ubisoft and stuff, like the Assassin's Creed games are just Shit. the same but rehashed. <laughs> Stew. Um, and I like them, but, you know, it's quite similar. And I think what, what Rockstar do is try and branch out and do different things and go in different directions, which is quite rare. Yeah, and I think the thing with Assassin's Creed is they rush the story and it ends up being boring and shit. Um, <laughs> there's a... Stu, Stu, any retort? Are you on silence during this moment? No, I'm I'm just sitting here listening to all this garbage about my beloved <laughs> Assassin's Creed games. You have to be happy they took a break from them, though, so they can actually make a good game again. That's um, the key. I, wa- I think one a year is wrong. Yeah. What, no, one, one a year I don't, I don't have a problem with. I had a problem when they did two a year, when they released, was it um, Unity and... and Rogue? Oh, my God, Rogue was awful. It's the only Assassin's Creed game to date that I've taken back before finishing it. That's how shit it was. I mean, I will play some shit games. <laughs> but I, I, I got about what the way through it. And I took it back and the guy went, how come you brought it back so quickly? He went, because it's shit. And he went, yeah, we've heard that quite a lot. Uh, yeah. 50 copies on the shelves. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, yeah they we're using copies as coasters and all kinds <laughs> of <laughs> uh, That franchise has suffered since Black Flag for me. But this isn't the Assassin's Creed pod. This is the Rockstar and Red Dead pod, and I'd just like to get a shout out to Bully, which was a really yeah. weird ass game, but it was kind of you couldn't take your eyes off it when it you were worked. playing it. It worked, didn't it? I I really like that game. I just thought it was again, it's just something that not other developers yeah. would probably choose to do, but it, it kind of fit within the, the cartoons of the time and I the don't know films. How I got my mum to buy me that game. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was you sit like, there playing it, don't you? And then yeah. you go. Why am why am I playing this? This is crap. Four hours later, why am I still playing this? It, Four they, hours later, uh, they it do have an addictive tendency. Yeah, I, I think that's what. In fairness, I think that's what Rockstar do particularly well. They they do enough interactive elements to their games that just think you actually no, I just want to do that. It's oh, no, scale. I'll just go back and yeah, the scale is just beyond. I mean, that's the thing with GTA. They've always been of a scale. I used to be proud of myself. When I knew the map 
like the back of my hand. That's you know, when you 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 were rooting. Well, I know, but you played them <laughs> that often, like GTA Free San Andreas. I used to know. I used to know every corner and every way to go because I played that game so many times. Yeah. Um, and I loved that about it that you knew the neighbourhood and you knew where to hide from the cops. Not when you had five star because you're never getting away from the police when you got five star. But um, it was just yeah. I just thought those games were just way ahead of what's come since and I think they just will always keep knocking it out of the park and I would imagine the follow-up to this game will be the same thing. Mm, hopefully. But we'll move, we'll move on from Rockstar as, uh, in general but we'll, we'll focus on RDR. Are we going to call it RDR 1 now or are we just going to call it RDR? Just RDR. RDR. RDR, right. So, for people who don't know what RDR is, it's Red Dead Redemption. If you don't know what Red Dead Redemption is, you might as well turn this podcast off now. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, RDR 1, basically the story was uh, this outlaw called John Marston, who got in trouble with some corrupt government officials and then had to... Um, Help bring in two of his former gang buddies. I can't remember their names, but he had basically stories about capturing them. And then it's well, it's one of the best twists probably in gaming history. Would you agree? I would agree. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the whole the whole story from start to finish was just one of the best stories. It was compelling, and it was so it was so believable because you think of the era that this was set. It's set in. 1911. Yeah. So right at the end of the frontier of the frontier times, right when you're getting from the old west just into the advent of of modern technology of machine guns and and cars and stuff, and like the problems associated with that, they were, they were basically they were the, the last of a dying breed, weren't they? The old mm. cowboys. Yeah. And it's yeah, very very compelling. Uh- and the the world kind like the in-game world kind of develops in that time because obviously you start off in Armadillo where it's pretty much just a, a run-down shithole basically, and then you end up in Blackwater, is it called? I where think it's, so. Ca- it's called yeah. it's like a modern-day town where you can it's already got roads built, it's ready for cars and stuff like that. Yeah, so it, it, it felt like something out of Back to the Future Three. Yeah, yeah. That town. Oh God, Black, Back to the Future Three. That's a whole different pod. Yeah, I think think they're actually doing. I think they're actually. I think they are doing a back to the future trilogy. But yeah, um, the twist. uh, Spoiler alert! If you haven't played it, what are you doing? So basically, John Marston gets destroyed. Like literally, it's 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 Godfather stuff with Sonny. Oh yeah, it's on record. I'd spoil two films in a row there. Uh, (laughs) You may as well go for the hat trick. (laughs) Yeah. Bruce Willis of the ghost. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, John Marston dies, and then that's not the end of the game, because you get to play as his son, and his son is its Jack, isn't it? Completely gone black. Yeah. Jack. Yeah, Jack. Who's a nutty... He, he, he also answers to whiny bitch. Yeah. When he God, he's whiny. When yeah. he skins an animal, he says, let me take your coat, madam. He's, he's, oh. an ar- he's just an arsehole. He is. He's a proper arsehole. He's got yeah. definitely psychological scarred problems from his childhood, and he's going to be. Wouldn't yeah. you if John Marsden was your dad? I think so, but John Marsden was pretty, off. pretty fucking awesome. John Marsden. So he was. Know, on the he, other hand, I was reading before he actually won awards as an original character. He won awards for his. That's incredible. His so. Design and his backstory. That, his I mean, backstory that goes is just to, to saying something. It's that, that's the thing about the storytelling. I know we we moved on a bit from Rockstar, you know, before, but they do know how to tell a story. You know, it's it's in gaming terms, you know, sticking this closely to one character as they do with GTA and Bully and this. Um, it does it does give depth to a character which other series and other you know things seem to struggle with. And this is just one game, and and you know, it's it's quite amazing, you know, that this game franchise, and you don't get to know the characters and understand and, and find them as interesting as you do in this game. You know, I don't think Nathan Drake is particularly compelling or interesting in comparison to John Marsden, let's put it that way. Mm, there's, there's not 
I I've never played Uncharted, which might be big. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's quite a surprise for most people on this pod. I've only yeah. just got I've, I've only just got a PS4 and it's not even plugged in because I'm waiting for God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I would I would get the uh, in fairness, mate. I would get the the trilogy, the the, the original trilogy and Uncharted Four because I think yeah. they, they are worth your time. They're very yeah, but good. Crash games. Bandicoot's coming out. You can play Crash Bandicoot in Uncharted 4. That you can a little bit. Against a game, game. It's very meta. Oh, God. Yeah, but at the same time, Final Fantasy is coming up there. Um, oh, right. yes. Yeah, All right, so, move on. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so basically, you play as Jack, you become a bitch, and then you seek revenge, and it kind of... It's kind of... It's not a story mission. It's a side mission seeking revenge, isn't it? It's yeah, kind of, it's, 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 yeah. it's really It's done really well, because it's something that you could miss if you weren't Googling the ending. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, obviously we've talked about this world. It's kind of... It is... It's very... It's very real. It's full of character. Um, even though there's not, there's not loads of side characters who kind of survive the journey um but Stu, is there any side characters that kind of enhance the world around you when you played this game yeah i i really loved it sounds really stupid but the horses were a really really good side character because no matter where you were no matter how dangerous a situation your stupid faithful horse would always run in and bail you out if you were getting mauled by seven bears and you whistled for your horse he'd come in and save you and then inevitably get eaten by the seven bears but in terms of people characters i liked seth mm. i really liked grave robin slightly insane kind of already looks like a zombie seth who in the epilogue prologue which everyone comes after the game it turns out that he does actually find his fortune and he becomes like a multi-millionaire or something <laughs> so he, he's one of the only people that comes out of the whole saga with a happy ending Everyone else is either dead or completely fucked over. Yeah. And he's a bit of a necrophiliac, so... Yeah, but, you know, I suppose everyone's got their vices, haven't they? Yeah, (laughs) everyone's got their hobbies, yeah. Some people smoke, some people fuck the dead, you know. Swings and roundabouts. You've got to get what you can get. Um, (laughs) Rory? (laughs) Rory, who sticks up for you, if anyone? So, yeah, I, I did a little bit of reading in the in the moments you know during this pod maybe as, as you as you asked who else is a character in this film as, in this uh, yeah essentially yeah so this is this is the kind of prep we do in the ai comic pod you know it's literally on the go um so i love i love the section in mexico um i i loved everything about the the, the whole section in the, the campaign in Mexico where the music changed and the, the scenery changed and the style changed. Um, and Abraham Reyes, if you remember him, was a Mexican revolutionary um, and he was pretty prominent in all those kind of levels um, in, in Mexico. Um, I thought it was a good character and just purely because of the Mexico element of it, I loved my time when he crossed the border, basically. I how the world changed from... America I just thought it was just... I thought it was genius, actually, in terms of a game, how literally you crossed over the border and the mariachi band started piping up and the music <laughs> changed oh, yeah. and, the, and the animals changed, the wildlife changed and the scenery changed. It became more arid. Well, it's pretty bleak as it was, but there's certainly less trees and, and more sand. And it's just, it was just so subtle, but really clever. And, and obviously the, obviously the, the voice acting and, and actors and characters changed and, yeah, I just thought it was a really good. I didn't expect that in the game, and, and games don't often do that. They they might take you to another area of a, a building or a map or whatever you're going to do, but not completely change the country you're in during mid-game. So I just thought it was brilliant. Mm. Yeah, I think that as I said, um, the change from the change in culture in in the actual game, it, it's it's very yeah. interesting how it just kind of. Just, just one bridge and it's completely different. And I imagine that's what it was like in uh, 1911, where it was kind of, it's still a pretty much war-torn part of the country, I think. Um, yeah, Juarez is the North Mexico, North yeah. Mexico border with these states is, is, is known. Mm. Well, Trump wants to build a wall, let's put it that way. So yeah, it's known for being troublesome. We'll, yeah. we'll see Thursday 
if that happens oh, or not. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I didn't put this in the agenda because, one, I forgot about it, and two, I'm stupid because I forgot about it. But the DLC that got released, um, Zombies, Stu, how how big of a DLC was this? And is this is this possibly one of the best DLCs we've seen in gaming history? For me, it's it's the best DLC because most people, when you release something, it, it's just a, it's a bolt on for an existing story. So you look at the the DLC for say Assassin's Creed games, you might get you know there's this historical character, and you might get maybe a couple of hours worth of gameplay out of it for maybe five or six quid. Mm. Or Ma- Mass Effect, you get, you know, an extra five or six hours. This was like, this was basically a whole other game. But the way they changed the dynamics, so you couldn't just shoot the zombies anymore. It had, you couldn't just shoot people. Sorry, it had to be headshots. Mm. And the way they had the, the town defense. And the best thing was that gun they gave you where you got the old blunderbuss and you had to fill it with bones from the zombies. <laughs> that was genius. I, I absolutely loved it. That completely reinvented the game for me. Mm, it, it was rather. It was just. It was almost. It was just a new game. It was. It completely turned the game on its head. You had the lovely, nice sunshine side of it, and then the other really dark, really horrible and grubby side of it. Mm. But it didn't feel like a, a typical zombie game. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I've never heard of a zombie western game before. That sounds like a film that should be on sci-fi. That sounds like a film that should exist. Yeah. In I fact, it's, it's, we'll put it this way. Considering there's already three Sharknadoes, I'm sure there's already a trilogy out four, there. Some... Four Sharknadoes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it came out That's last year. It's to be honest, while we're recording, there's probably another one being made. So it'll be five yeah, in hopefully. the next couple of weeks. Then, um, you've got, then you've got Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus 18 or whatever it's up to. Okay, uh, that one's actually good. Megalodon versus the, the big crocodile thing is actually really funny. The you guys spend the way so much time watching absolute shite. I watched the Halo series last week on Sci-Fi. Oh so my you god! You can't, you can't get angry at that channel for producing awesome content. They, they do. Um, can I just comment on the? Yes, on the, you can. Um, yes. I would say it probably is the finest add-on made ever. I would say in gaming, but GTA has got a couple of very good ones um, where it's obviously using the. The world and just adding new stories into it. The one with the um, the biker gang, the Harley biker gang. I can't remember what that was called. Oh God, uh, something down. Oh, I can't remember. What but do you it? know the one I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that was pretty good as well. So I think I think the thing with um, Rockstar is they they kind of know that they've got the world to to add something onto, but they don't just want to make a, a typical is another level kind of job so you're getting your money's worth a little bit so i think i think it's a really cool add-on i think there was a call of duty one and i can't remember which i know they do it a lot of the time now but i think the original call of duty one the zombie add-on was really good Um, the first one was when they did the nazi zombies yes what was that that one oh was it it wasn't was it cod five it was world at war yeah it was World of War, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I thought that was really good. I used to really enjoy playing that one. I think they've probably done it to death now, and it's probably crap. But um, but that That's original one was really good. Play. When COD yeah, Five came too. out, we, we ignored the normal game and just played zombies. You had to survive every... to a certain level, didn't you? And me and my mate were just yeah. great. You got those crazy guns and and like grenade launchers and and the electric bolt firing things and stuff. That yeah. was Ray gun run round in a yeah. circle. Yeah, it was just you, we used to camp in and plant the mines and just destroy the shit out of things. It was good fun, um, but I thought I thought Red Dead was was probably up there with the, the best add-on. And mm. it's a really fun, it's a really fun game. But it, again, it's more story. You know, they they didn't have to do that. Do you know what I mean? They they made it a legitimate other story, and it was it was really good. Yeah, um, for me, it's it, it's unmatched with DLC. I mean, Rockstar as a company. I mean, you look at GTA 5 online now, I mean, it's it's an ever-growing world that doesn't seem to be stopping. Um, like, it's getting added to every week. I mean, they haven't added anything for single-player yet, but um, in terms of the new... In terms of RDR, did, did either of you play online at all? I did a couple of times, but I thought it was a bit shit. Yeah, I I did a little bit, but when, when I first went on, it, I didn't like the way the they started off and I don't know whether they changed it you started off with a really shit horse and it was actually a little donkey 
I love the donkey. Oh, the mule. I, yeah, I saw so... him. He's got a name as well, you know. I, I wasn't looking through the character list before. Oh, I'll, I'll come back to it. My, do- my donkey was always called Paco. <laughs> Paco the donkey. And, uh, yeah, he, he wasn't. So you, I, I joined. I remember the first night I played it. I jumped into this lobby. And there was me and a few other guys, and they were all striding off on these majestic white steeds. And I was there on this little fetting donkey with little <laughs> one foot legs. And by the time I reached the base, I'm not joking, they had killed everyone. And I'm like, Paco, what are you doing? And he let me down. I, I think that sums you up there, mate, to be honest, in one, a donkey. one analogy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, a donkey <laughs> and a letdown. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's, oh, called, sound like he's, called, he's called El Senor. El Senor, El Senor is a mule found wandering around the south of the border area. <laughs> I, I He's also play... the basic mount players start with in multiplayer. <laughs> Wasn't I that your to... nickname in school, Basic Mount? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think it was your mum's. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> it's a good job I already hate you. Oh, no. Moving on. Come on. Let's, <laughs> let's guy host his own pod for once. That, Jesus, that we're that just was... interrupted. That's First your mum joke I've had on this podcast. I'm proud. Yes, yes, and it was shit. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. El Senor, fat Mexican. That's how I played RDR online. Um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed RDR online. Um, it wasn't what I expected it to be because I think I was in year eleven or ten when it came out. I was still in school and I fucked up my. Uh, GCSEP result with that. Um, <laughs> I may have skipped a revision. Um, but if you came across a donkey, you'd know how to ride it. So it's, it's yeah. you know. I can pull off a shit moustache and speak no, <laughs> and speak no Spanish. That's, that's all. Um, what else do you need in life? That's it, you're already made. A tan. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a poncho. <laughs> I need the sombrero. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed online um, mainly just because it was just the friend element. I think it was an easy game to just piss about with your mates in, which I think Rockstar have made uh, not made a, a known fact that that's what they tried to do with their game. I mean, GTA Online is the ultimate fuck about game, really, um, and I think that's um, what RDR achieved, but to less success than. Um, GTA, but I think that's all we want to cover for the first RDR, unless you used to want to add anything. Yeah, the, the one one thing I really liked from the uh, the in-game dynamic was the, the Deadeye meter. Ah, so that, yes. That was a really, really nice way of just changing it up a little bit and trying to make you a little bit more clinical. Mm. Where Especially once you started levelling up your guns and you had some things that got some real power. So when you started getting like the, the really, the, the powered rifles and you could take out like five or six people and just take their heads clean off, that really did make, you know, clearing out big groups of, of bandits a lot easier. And I, I've never seen anything like that before in, in any other game. Uh, the thing is, the Dead Eye system is kind of, I've seen it in a couple things. I think Call of Your, it seems to be Westerns that do it. I think Call yeah. of Your has it in, which, well, any Western game seems to be good. I mean, gun. Call of Uraz, RDR, uh, Red Dead Red- Revolver as well. Um, but yeah, I, the, the Dead Eye system for me, it was, it was, well, it, it helped with the twist that kind of broke my soul when I was that yeah. age. Because um, obviously, Dead Eye gives you hope of killing shitloads of people, as you said. Yeah. It helps you kill a gang, but in the twist, there's probably, what, 25 people? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely fucking dead. Yeah. And- in in terms of the weapons, they had a cracking range, didn't they? It's depending just, on the, it's depending just the, on the kind that of player that you were, and then you level. By the time you got right to the end, and you had that buffalo rifle, which is just <laughs> oh, insane. When you I could when you could thing. drop a buffalo with one bullet, you know you've got a shit hot gun. That I, I must comment on the hunting if I can. I thought yeah. the hunting. I I normally don't get caught up with the side elements of games, you know. I kind of like to play the campaign, and I I kind of bust through that. And I thought the hunting was really addictive. Um, and it you kind of came across an area of I don't know. You had to hunt skunks and all the random stuff you had to hunt. Obviously, the bears were a challenge, and oh, a lot the of the bears it, were awesome, especially once you got the buffalo rifle. 
It's that kind of fear, though, that the bear coming towards you. You know, you felt like you were in bloody, what's the DiCaprio film? Uh, Revenant. Revenant. Yeah. You just felt like a bear was going to maul you at any given moment when you heard that roar in the back. Because usually we did, and all you'd do is you'd hear that roar, wouldn't you? You'd turn left, you'd turn right, and then you'd turn left again, and all of a sudden there's a massive bear. I just, I just thought it was really clever. And obviously the campaign, there were some great ones. The one with the train was really good. Mm. Um, Where was your favourite place to hunt? Oh, there was a place by a lake or a riverside that I just yes. got loads of stuff. In yeah. the icy, uh, where you yeah. go north up yeah, in the yeah, snow. Yeah. That's my favourite one, because that's where all the beavers were. And the beavers used to give you that oil that was worth a load of money. There was that, I, and then just, just, just down from them stuff. was the bears. You could go go up there for like an hour, come back and then get hundreds and hundreds of dollars and go and buy a shitload of guns and bullets. Yeah, and I think it was worthwhile in the game doing those kind of things, because it did upgrade your character, you did get better weapons. Um, just like in GTA, really. Um, I don't know I, anyone who played that game who didn't spend hours and hours every day just hunting for no, yeah. for no other reason. I just, just you, have to kill, you have to around. kill the legendary cougar or whatever the hell. Oh, yes. Yeah. And yeah, then you have to kill I, it in a certain way, didn't you? Like, go and kill it. Yeah, and you have to knife it. Using your knife and your yeah. arm. God. I just, then, I love roaming around on the horse as well. Just, just roaming around on your horse and you all got the sunsets and the, it just, it's not, it, you know, you'd think it'd be dull. If you played any other game, you'd think, oh, just riding around on a horse and rocking up to small areas and hunting and stuff. You'd think that'd be really boring, but it was so good, man. I could just play it for hours and hours and hours. And the music before we move on, the soundtrack, I own the soundtrack and have for many years. Um, Jose Gonzalez got a track on there and, uh, I think Lead, Lead to Me Pearl Jam's got a song, which is the kind of famous one towards, you know, one of the endings. Um, and it's just great. It's just a really cool soundtrack. Works really well with the game. And obviously Rockstar's now, know a bit or two about soundtracks. And, um, yeah, I just think it sets the whole game off really well. And the, the sound effects and the, the soundtrack are just excellent throughout. Mm, I'd agree with that. But just just before we move on to RDR2, I forgot about this with the RDR online. It reminded me when you brought up the bears and the hunting. Me and my mates invented a game called Bear Herding. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Literally, you you go to the camp in the woods where there's like, in in the stories, like four people. Online, there was like three bears there and you, they couldn't get into the house and you could jump over them from the roof. Then you have to run to the load point and then outrun, like, I think we got up to about 35 bears once. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to outrun 35 bears was was scary stuff. Um, but obviously RDR is on backwards compatibility with Xbox One now, so if you haven't experienced it and you're still listening for some goddamn reason, go get it. If you want to relive some memories, go get it. Um, if you're on Xbox One. But, um, I think the biggest shame about RDR is that the voice actor for John Marston, that was his only game that he ever did voiceover for. Is it really? <laughs> I think so. That's so, really rare because gaming voiceover actors obviously make a living out of it. It's quite profitable work. Well, quite, it's quite a good living as well. Do they? Mm. Yeah, I think I've read something recently, maybe not so profitable for some of them, but I think mm. the lead ones do pretty well out of they, it. You get they, the are, big, they are straight. You look at, at moment, uh, I think. Uh, Kevin Conrad. And, um, oh, who's the guy that does, oh, is it Nolan North, the guy that does, Fra- he, um, he does, uh, Drake. He, he does Ghost and Drake and stuff from Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. When you're in like the upper few percent, you can make some serious money. You make better money than if you were doing TV or something because there's so little work involved. I think voiceover actors are striking at the moment. I'm not sure what over. I should have really checked this out, but. Yeah, I did see an article linked somewhere, but I, 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 yeah, I think it's a smaller. It, the leads do well out of it anyway. I think the lesser yeah. ones maybe not so much, yeah. but. It'd be, it'll be difficult to get into, I imagine. Uh, yeah, it's a strange it, industry to rock up and suddenly it, be a voiceover actor for a I, game. I imagine so. it doesn't help when, like, Call of Duty are hiring, like, Conor McGregor and Kit Harrington to do. Fuck all this. I mean, I think Kit Harrington does quite a bit actually, but I think Conor McGregor will probably do fuck all. Um, that, that's their new thing, isn't it? Every game now has got a famous person using their likeness. Mm, like yeah, the commander in chief or something. It's a bit cheesy. Sometimes yeah. it works, but you know, in early days when they're not playing themselves, but sometimes it works having a bit of a stellar actor. I mean, I know GTA is known for using some pretty big actors over certain games and with the Italian Sam, mobs, Samuel L. Jackson. 
<laughs> well, yeah, but you know, some lesser but still good actors in in some mm. solid parts, and it does it does make a difference. But um, yeah, sometimes it's a bit. I mean, Lara Croft's voice is it's horrific in the latest Tomb Raider. It's just oh, um, ridiculous British accent. I, I, oh, is it? I think it's Camilla Ludington. She's a, a professional voice actress. She's done a lot, but yeah, it's. It's, it's just too much. Gone, it's very, gone very to a much machine. the American market, isn't it? You know? Yeah, it's what Americans consider to be British. Like, oh, hello. Have any, like, of, you's, have any of you's played Overwatch with Tracer? No. Yeah, if you anyone who plays Overwatch will understand that that is the stereotype British accent. It's like proper. It's proper London. Horrible. Just it's like Americans think everyone talks yeah. like Hugh Grant, don't they? Yeah, ga- games are known for having their crap robot accents as well. I do like a, a crap robot accent. Mass Effect has had a few over the years and stuff. Speaking of Mass Effect, there's a trailer today um, for the new one. Um, it's very arousing. Yes, yes, it <laughs> it's is. a trouser arouser. It looks really fucking good. That it, it really does, and we will have to do a Mass Effect pod at some point. Um, yes, uh, Marco Lopez will want to be on that. Just putting yeah. it out there. Yeah, and and two uh, two and three are on backwards compatibility, so I will. Not leave the. I will not leave the house very soon. Um, you will need at least a week <laughs> on each of those. I'd, I would imagine. Get me some. Get me some energy drink, and we'll see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll uh, we'll take a quick ad break, and we'll be back with the preview for RDR two. Back in a minute. You're listening to the Anfield Index podcast channel. Right, and you're back with the one-up pod, and still got the comic book guards with me, but we'll move on to Red Dead Redemption 2. So firstly, Stu, are you happy with the name, or are you expecting another R on the end? I was expecting something different. I thought, considering they had Revolver and then Redemption, I thought they'd have a different R word on the end, because I don't know, I, I like that naming convention of having Red Dead something. Retaliation. When it's, when it's, well, it, I was expecting something like that, but because, like we said before, the time period, they've really run out of time to do it in the Old West, so yeah. it's got to be a prequel. And as for what it's going to be, I don't know that the predictions I've seen have been, firstly, is it going to involve John Marston? I think a lot of people would like it to, but arguably they could be seen as being a little bit weak and obvious by sticking to Marston again. And so if the voiceover the guy doesn't want to do it, would they do another voice with him? You couldn't, but you, you'd be fucked. No. It's it's an iconic voice. It's right yeah. up there with like Mark Hamill's The Joker, and that you you couldn't you couldn't recast it. Otherwise, there'd be uproar. It would be interesting to see if they they linked in with Dutch, mm. you know, the the head of Marston's old former yeah. uh, former gang. If maybe he's one of the players, because we don't know if the, if the character's going to be good or bad. I mean, it could mm. be from a bandit's point of view. That that's an interesting one because obviously you never see, you don't really see you've never seen the bad perspective from a Western game. Not that I can think of. You're always um, hero, aren't you? All I mean, Marston was kind of a, a bit of an anti-hero, but at the end of the day, he was he, he was, was doing a, a for his sins. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's an interesting one from a bandit's perspective. But Rory, were you happy with the with the second R being redemption again, and just anything you you've heard yeah. about the game? I, do you know what? As, as much as I'd like to be asked, I, I'm kind of just happy there's a new game coming out because <laughs> yeah. it's it's one of those that you feared they'd push and push and push and and it just kind of would happen eventually, but you just don't know when because I think unlike other games producers, there's no real well, there's no leaks very often from Rockstar, no. so you have no real idea what they're going to produce next. It came um, out literally a couple of days before, didn't it? That yeah. that that yeah, yeah, yeah. banner leaked, and then I think maybe forty-eight hours later they did. But it's been in production for what two years, three years, two you know. Years. No one, yeah, and because they, they don't talk about do they want when when they've got their people working on something, they've got everyone, like everyone they pulled off doing other things, and they were all on GTA Five, and they said, didn't they, after Red Dead, people were like, oh, is there going to be a sequel? And you went, no, we're doing a GTA game. That's it. Then after yeah, and you know the scale like, of these games. I one. mean. Red Dead Redemption's a big scale game. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of scenery, a lot of landscape. Um, obviously, GTA Five is a massive game. It's a huge, huge it's game. It's got to be the biggest map, surely, yeah. of that game ever. Of, 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 con- of you know, map of, of actual D 
differences and and you know there's probably maps that are giant that have got nothing in them you know yeah, in no, comparison to a GTA world stuff. exactly and all the different characters and programming that goes into that and um you've got to think it's going to be just bigger and grander and, and of a larger scale this game and i just I, i'm really excited to see what what they produce and and i just you know i know you said you're not a fan Stuart, of, of gta and i kind of some somewhat understand certain elements because it is is very overhyped in in parts, and some of the games in between one and five are a little bit of a letdown. Um, but what they produce is it's probably unlike other games producers. Oh, no GTA Five's like a masterpiece. There's no getting away from that. It's an absolute masterpiece in yeah in game and the way it's done. And this uh, something that Guy mentioned. Um, I think it was either in the agenda or on Twitter. Wouldn't it be interesting if the the outlay of Red Dead Redemption 2 was like GTA, where it was from a multiple character point of view? I think they might go that route. I that think would you, be you see, since Red Dead. How long? How old is Red Dead Redemption now? Are we talking ten six two? years? Oh, is that all it is? It'll be, okay. it'll be 2010 or nine. 2010, and it, it was released okay. in May. Yeah, I mean so, that, that's I mean, a long time for you think it's a, most it's a long have time. Two years. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and the other element of it is that they've developed as a games manufacturer, they, you know, producer, they, they, the in-game decisions you make, like you said about being a bandit, but they might necessarily be, you can be a good guy, but choose to do bad things. And, you know, I think that that's evolved in gaming and, and your choices you make for our, you know, there's always different scenarios to play out. And I think that'd be quite interesting if you choose to go the good route, bad route. or, or, or And that was one route. of the major things of the first game, wasn't it? How you acted had so many knock on effects with everyone you interacted with after that point. Yeah. You were either a hero or a villain. And if you were a hero, everyone loved you. If you were a villain, everyone was afraid of you and you would have more people coming after you trying to take you down. So it's a no, very, I very clever dive. They'll expand upon that, won't it? You know, there'll be more options. And yeah, I just think it'll be, I think it'll be a huge game. I think it'll be colossal. Yeah. It, it's got to be, hasn't it? Nobody ever makes a sequel and makes it smaller and, and sizes it. So somehow, I mean, they, they had, I think it was the equivalent of two states in America and then you had one state in Mexico. So they then got to go up from that. So somehow they've got to make the map even grander. And you think if you were riding on your horse, you could go sort of 15, 20 minutes of riding and not stop, you know, just going one side of the map to the other. So if they're going to make it even bigger than that, it's going to be an absolutely mammoth task. It's going to be Bethesda-sized shit, this. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's going to be like Skyrim. It, it might even be, you know, a country. You might have the whole of the US, you know, relatively speaking, where you can go to different bits of different states and what have you. Hmm. Like, well, last game that did that, I think, what was that? What was that Ubisoft driving game called? Drive Club? Yeah. Yeah. That was the worst game I've ever played. Um, it was appalling. <laughs> it was appalling, yes. But, um, yes, it, it was I just awful. I don't think they'll be able to do the whole US in the detail that Rockstar likes to do stuff. No. Um, but I think in terms of south, southern states, I think they could do most of the southern states, obviously. I think they'll, they'll try and keep Mexico in there because yeah, the, the life of bandits tends to be linked with Mexico. In and like states. Rory said before, the, the difference between when you crossed over from the US to Mexico, the whole game... Felt a little bit different. The people that you encountered were different, and and like you, you mentioned, the animals that was interesting. So if you needed an animal or a certain type of herb, you had to cross the river and go back over to Mexico, and it just made it it made you stay outside your comfort zone, didn't it? You couldn't just yeah. bum around that one place. You had to traverse the whole map over and over and over again. Yeah, that's the um, point, isn't it? Yeah, and that's the, and the mastery of it. It didn't get. Um, no, it didn't. It never once felt like, oh, but I was just there yesterday. Because all you yeah, do is you got I'm amazed I'll by some that. Still. Yeah, that still amazes me thinking back because I've played other games um, where you do a lot of a lot of travelling in between areas, and they just feel like a slog. You just want to get to your destination. Labour, you know? isn't it? Yeah, it is. And for that game to just never feel like this is this is arduous and this is dull. It's just, it's quite miraculous, really. Um, Only other game for me that's ever come anywhere near to that is Skyrim for the exact same thing. You'd need to go one side of the map to the other 
And you'd be like, oh, well, I'll go and hunt some giants or, oh, there's a dragon over there and there's always something else you can go and slaughter. I think even Fallout kind of falls into the one, not 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 in a good sense. I think Fallout can get a bit repetitive with travelling. Yeah, I struggle I think, with Fallout for that reason. I, yeah. I think the me, I think the medieval factor can help in in Skyrim, but I think it's hot. I think it's just horses, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah you throw the, a horse. I don't think the I think the Witcher can fall into that category where you can just go wandering for years on end. Um, and if you haven't played The Witcher, why are you on my podcast? Um, um. But yeah, horses on games equals a good game, normally. Um, Assassin's Creed? Are we putting that out there? It's not so good on the horse front. Hashtags horses in games. Yeah. Uh, Horses were needed in Assassin's Creed. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no no doubt about that. Uh, It's more fun when you can um, drive a a horse and cart kind of jobby in in the Syndicate one. It's more fun. I've not played Syndicate. I I think it's a bit of a... I think it's a bit of redemption, actually. I, I think you should maybe check it out because it is—it's a much better game than than what's gone for the last few years. They—they've gone away from making it so easy, haven't they? Like they—I think they realised that when they started giving you two weapons, they made the the group combat too easy. So they went—they took it away and made it the the fighting engine a little bit harder. You can't just button mash now. It's more like Arkham, the Arkham games where it's. Not just button mashing; it's press to to punch, press to punch, then press to block. If you're yeah, not precise, I think games you just have gone. Finally, games are starting to get harder again. I think for yeah. a period of time they dumbed them down and they made them all a little bit too easy. Um, you need a bit of a challenge because that's I think the you, fun. You, that's the like, idea. Or with Black Flag, Black Flag was too easy. You could Black, just yeah. Black Flag was people. glorious. I loved Black Flag. <laughs> but it was but, there are, but well, that was because games, I was a pirate, to be honest. There are games, you know, <laughs> you played as a kid and, and, you know, go way back. The games that were really tough as a kid and you go back and play them now and I, I, I'm just useless at them. I, I, That's why I, just... I have a healthy respect for Crash Bandicoot and Spyro. Spyro. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking older. I was thinking Super I'm, Metroid on the I, I'm thinking even. I'm thinking even Amiga games like Cannon Fodder. If you ever played Cannon Jeez, Fodder, wet. that was should, really I should, tough. I should add Echo the Dolphin into my list. Oh yes, I, what that's, like the fir- that's the first game I played. Shit loads. Oh, that game but, was so hard and bad. That, this is a game that is just impossible, and you don't know how you were any good at them as a kid, and you go back and think, how the hell did I do that? My my proudest achievement as a, a young gamer was doing all the uh, cheats on GoldenEye. Um, I don't know if you knew what they were, but you had to complete certain levels in certain times or without getting hit or all these ridiculous things. Um, and the one, oh, what's it called, where you go in the Soviet base, one of the first couple of levels, um, you had to do that in about two minutes flat. And it was just ridiculous. And I think I had to do it about 50 to 100 times to, to oh get Oh, my that. God. But you got, like, the golden gun or infinite ammo or something insane for the multiplayer. And it was just worth every every minute spent. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, but, uh, we'll, we'll get back onto RDR because I'll end up bring, we'll end up bringing up Arkham. And then it'll be a new pod. Um, yeah, then it's game over. Yeah, I'll have to start the recording again. Um but yeah, we we touched on the um, multiple character system that worked pretty uh, pretty damn well in GTA for you. Was yeah, it? It yeah, was, it did. Yeah, it, not not just having the multiple characters, but every single one is completely different from the other. And let's be yeah. honest, everyone knows who the best character in the game was. Michael. No. <laughs> Trevor. God damn it, Trevor was just brilliant. Where you you Trevor go back, so yeah, but he kept you come he back kept and he wakes up naked on the balcony. He's got damn suit. He's an asshole. <laughs> oh, Trevor was brilliant. The, the 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 one to remember was he woke up naked on someone's balcony. Yeah. And um, he woke up on the beach. I think he might have been wearing women's underwear, and he was surrounded by dead bodies. Another one where it cuts to him, and you're in the middle of a police chase, and you don't know what the hell's happened, oh, but you're on like a four star alert, and you've got fucking helicopters and everything. Oh, he was incredible. He's, he's just one of the best design characters in in the history of gaming, and I'm he's just... in The Walking Dead and Westworld. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's got one of those faces, hasn't he? Now, when everyone, I did wonder whether we were going to mention Westworld as well because. Uh, Westworld is obviously. Oh well, awesome. we don't have to talk about that. Do you like it? Yeah, I, I like Westworld. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I very it's confusing. It's hard it, work. It, 
It's tough work, but you know, in terms of Red Dead Redemption, there's certainly signs of that kind of Western era. And I don't think Red Dead necessarily kicked off a trend of modern Westerns, but it's certainly in there. You know, Rockstar always ties ties in. Rockstar always ties in with films of the era. I always think they feel like they're ahead of the trend. And you know, you had films like True Grit um, and Free Tent to Humor, which was remade, and all these really good Western films, modern Revenant, Westerns. Revenant's the same era-ish. Yeah, it was really similar. Yeah, yeah, really close. Um, it's one and, of those I things, know, isn't it? Westerns kind of never think... really die. They they go away and then they come back for a bit. But they've just come back a lot stronger and a lot better. I suppose that's modern cinema, but um, and a lot of them are remakes, in fairness. But um, I do think Rockstar just always seems to be on the pulse in terms of gaming and and film kind of links and yeah soundtracks are always good for that as well. So. Mm. Speaking of Trevor, have, have you seen the live like the uh, people tutorial that he made? Like it's actually <laughs> no. him. Oh, just it's I can't remember. It's, it's like live action Trevor tutorial for GTA. I have seen that. I think it, someone it sent needs, it to me. It needs to be watched. It's it's hilarious. He is Trevor. He's one of those. He's one of those pieces of casting where. You, you don't know where the actor stops and Trevor starts. Well, it's like, like Steve, like Steve, like Steve Buscemi. Yes. Steve Buscemi yes. is very much um, that actor for me. You just think he... He I could murder know. all these people pretty easily. Yeah, or he could just be that drunk singer in Wedding, wedding Singer, you know? You could yeah. just see it at Wedding, you know? So that's the kind of guy he is. Yeah, but um, obviously there, there's only been a trailer and there's been like one picture of relevance that isn't just a red picture with an R on it that kind of made my head explode with excitement. Um, but yeah, there's obviously, I think there's seven characters on this still image. Um, do yeah. you think the multiple character system will work with seven people? If that's the case, obviously. I don't. I think that'll be the gang, but I don't think you'll play with seven. Mm. It, it seems a bit much. Thinking about it from that time, it would be really handy for doing things like a coordinated jailbreak, say the leader of the gang's been arrested and you've got mm. maybe two or three people. So one of you's got to organize a distraction, then another one's got to go and break and then steal a key or something. But doing seven people just seems completely unrealistic because you'd only be able to have each, each character would only have about maybe three, four hours storyline each. Mm. I, think, it, I think the best I, I, way I to split it would that. be you get one who's leader of two, then one who's leader of two, and then you kind of get the gang leader or something like that. I may work better. Yeah, yeah. If you like, sort of micro-man. Ooh, micromanagement in cowboy yes. times. <laughs> but this yeah, this is where GTA the football shows this is where how football how you can do tactics. it, didn't they? Yeah, they, football they, they always how Football permeates all walks of life. We all know this. Yes. But but GTA showed how you can do it, and you can have distinct characters all with separate storylines but they all tie up i mean that's the other thing while they're shown being a gang they might not even be related it could be two or three completely separate people who maybe you know they come together at the end and they find out i don't know they're taken on the government because they're bandits or vice versa or whatever needs a mexican standoff in there somewhere yeah oh yes yeah, it's, and then you get to the exciting thing. I think you, you obviously think it's going to play out like the last game in terms of the, the way it plays and the weaponry and all that kind of thing. But you might get things like, um, did you have things like standoffs in the last game? I can't remember. Yeah, uh, you, you had you had duels in the street. Yeah, so you'll get that, but yeah. probably probably times ten. Someone you know, someone would just come up to you, wouldn't he, and just be like, "I don't like the look of your face," and then you'd have to do There wasn't that the many though, and it was actually quite interesting. Yeah, is... I think they'll do more of that. You know, I think they'll do. I think what Rockstar tends to do is give you what you loved and then magnify it by a hundred. Mm. That tends to be their formula for success. So, and yeah, they, they I don't put in, in Red Dead. They never really put too much emphasis on the side missions. Did you could go and sit there and play um, all the the different casino games and like the Oh, or the oh yeah, I remember Bounty Hunter and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, I used to love. It. I was always doing the bounty hunting missions. Did and you, you take them alive or dead? I always tried to take them alive, but then just get bored and shoot them. Anyway. You'd really oh, get oh. bored. Yeah. Oh, he fell off the gorge. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> like he's getting away. He's getting away. Ah, a rifle in the back of the head. I still get five hundred dollars. Buffalo rifle. Nice. Oh fucking hell, buffalo rifle, and you take him back, and all he's got is like a shoulder and a toenail or something. <laughs> Exploded. I found it. I found his, his head. <laughs> Half a mile away. 
Oh, I missed the Buffalo <laughs> rifle. If that That'll be another one. I was an Evans repeater man myself. I preferred the speed. No. I, I couldn't tell you what I used to use, but I was always more rifles than revolvers just for the power. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I was like a rifle the, I like the Mauser pistol, just because it was fucking mental. Was that the, the, the German, German automatic one? Yeah, that oh, thing. Oh, that was madness. <laughs> when you start, uh, yeah, when you got that, that, that plus a full uh, dead eye meter, that was good times. When someone challenges you to a duel and he has a Cattleman revolver with six bullets and you have that and you're just clicking at right trigger or whatever for about five minutes trying to empty the clip in dead eye, it was like, yeah, you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Worst case scenario, you hit me, you're still going on like a piece of Swiss cheese with 20 <laughs> bullet holes in your torso. Uh, by the time you actually like die, you'll probably be reborn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, we're we're getting a bit pressed for time. But just on the final bit, I think RDR online. I think that the name of that's been confirmed. So it looks like it seems like they're going to be doing something similar to GTA Online. Yeah. Uh, what is what would you like to see added to make RDR Online more relevant, more fun? For me, I'd like a bit more structure to it, a, a little bit more. Sort of more mission based because I think yeah. you need that with with it not being in the modern world because GTA was you'd go on wouldn't you and you'd spend all your time just firing rockets at cars stealing cars twatting cars trying to do stunts and stuff can't really do that in the wild west so I think you needed more more variety rather than just you going taking over a um, a bandits outpost somewhere in the middle of the desert yeah. how they do it I don't know but we, I think- we, we ripped on the on the Red Dead Online, but as far as first efforts go, it was pretty good. A lot of people yeah, it was. Look it it led the groundwork for GTA Creed Online. It was appalling. It was at least when you went on RDR Online, you could get on. At least the servers were there. They were balancing they, load properly. Yeah, they do. They do struggle. Like yeah, the, the servers were solid. Actually, I do remember that. But they they did generally struggle with with single campaigns trying to shift it to an online premise. And a lot of but, people do. That that's why when Titanfall came out, they said they didn't. They, they did some research and they found that something like twenty percent of people play single player campaigns, but it takes eighty percent of the development time. So they said, well, you know what? We may as well just the single player campaign is the multiplayer. You know, the story progresses through the online stuff. Yeah, see, I'm a, I'm a little bit. Look, but I I'm like a, campaigns. I, I like to be able to play the campaign. I love a campaign. I, I'm a bit, of a, a bit of a miserable, like, solo effort kind of guy these days. I like a solo campaign. But what I used to love is cooperative work. So Shit, campaigns yeah. where there's more than one of you and, and I just think that's great. In, you know, in, in it was brilliant for that. Which game? Army of Two. Oh, yeah, that was Army of Two power mode was fucking incredible. I can't believe what they did to that franchise. That last game was painful. It Devil's was like, Cartel was... It was awful. Uh, it, it was like watching a relative being run over by a fire. It was like drinking bleach and then just forgetting <laughs> what you've just done. <laughs> <laughs> there are there's a lot of games that if you get the co-op mode right it's just such a great experience where you because you've got different skill sets you know you've got a sniper and then you've got a guy who's good at close combat and yeah oh, i just think as well that that's what me and me and my mate zara and that's what we were like i'm the i'm the one that that hangs back i'm the, I'm the sniper yeah. he just runs in like a dickhead so i'll be shooting people and he's chainsawing everyone and then when we're playing Call of Duty, I'll be at the back with a rifle and I'll be like, right, if you go that way, and all of a sudden he goes, room's finished. I'm like, what? And he's just <laughs> running and shot the shit out of everyone like a maverick. <laughs> that's what you need, isn't it? You need that. You need the variety. And that's something they could explore with with Red Dead Online. if they. I, I think they could. Yeah, I think they could. Because they did introduce sniper rifles, didn't they? There was that mission where mm. you're on the library and the, you got the, the really rough scope on the, uh, on the bolt. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they, they could do something like that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see which way they go down. But I, I love that about games when there's a great cooperative kind of campaign mode. I think I think that would work in this environment. And that's think riding around on horses with your mates and you know, I just think that'd be really fun. If you think it and as well if they're doing it with more than one main character, that opens up the possibility, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. If they if they dropped a good a good single player campaign which seems pretty much nailed on. And if they then, they've got like guys said, they've already confirmed the online. 
if they were able to then get a half decent co-op in, it's basically faultless. It's it, it's the perfect game. Well, we'll see, but I think they might not be far off making a perfect game. It's early days, but Rockstar, Rockstar and Red Dead just just could be just yeah. It's match made in heaven for me. I think it's going to be amazing. If anything's to topple the Witcher perfectness, it, it's going to be RDR two. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much all we want to cover. Um, plugs, lads. Uh, after you, Rory. Stu will take about 25 minutes, so we'll go way over. Um, yeah. I've just, just, uh, in, in football in terms, we're obviously all, all big Liverpool fans. Yeah. So, um, I've just finished a, a piece on Coutinho, which should be on the site tomorrow, Ooh. which is, I don't know, whenever this is released, it should be out already. Um, and obviously, uh, it's not hard to write a, a good piece about Coutinho these days, the way he's playing. Um, and just from, from our perspective, so we are at AI Comic Pod. Um, and yeah, we've, we've done some good pods lately, got some good feedback and, and good numbers and did, did a reaction to Negan on The Walking Dead. Um, we're yeah, getting we've got some crazy numbers. We are, as this pod does. So we're really all, you know, pleased to keep tuning in. We're all big one entertainment. I'm not going to call us the geek section. We're one big entertainment section. Family. Family. And we, you know, we do some good stuff. We like our movies, games and, and, you know, and comics. So we're just your typical guys doing fun things. That's all good. Yeah. If, if anyone does want anything to read in between listening to all the wonderful pods, yes. if you go to the, uh, the geek section, we've got some brilliant articles up on there from our, our wonderful friend, Mr. Joey Connors. Um, he's, he's trying to spice things up a bit now rather than just looking at, at characters. So he's got a, He's written a really interesting theory piece about could the Batman and the Joker actually be brothers. He's done a piece looking at depression um, as depicted in the Daredevil comics, uh, looking at the ethics of heroes through Spider-Man, and then a, a slight look at um, sexism and feminism again, you know, the female perspective through Supergirl. There's always, you know, we're looking at one or two articles a week from Joey. We're all trying to, to chip in a little bit, so please do go along. Thank you for listening and thank you for reading what we're, what we're putting out there. It's very much appreciated. And a big thanks to Guy for, for having us on. Yeah. Anytime, lads, anytime. Uh, just want, just a plug for me. I was on Face Off literally an hour before this podcast. <laughs> um, with Kalon. Uh, I was trying not to be an arsehole to a Watford fan. Um, how did you was, do? Was he being an I, arsehole though? Cause they, no, he, he was, he was sound. He was sound. He's a good sport. Yeah. Yeah. Like he said, he looked at the positives, which is kind of hard to do. Did he find a positive in that? Jesus. He scored a goal. Um, when they were good for like 15 minutes when Carrius made those saves, he said that's what football's about, where you're getting smashed but you're still trying. In fairness, that's, yeah, and their fans seem pretty gay. Still will probably be testament to that, but I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. there. I had to cry it off. I wasn't well, but it, I mean, they looked good. The only thing I would say about the Watford fans was that shite that was going on online where that, that, oh, um, oh that forum. Fucking hell. Let, how let's <laughs> crack one person smoke. Uh, it, it seems a lot. Yeah, a lot, I, by, a lot by the looks of it. Yeah, fairness. Some Liverpool fans aren't so saintly online either. Let's be truthful. But no, but the saintly. Yeah. But some of the shite they were coming up with. My God, they were. It was worse than West Ham. They were making West Ham fans oh look. God, that's, that's, that's impressive. That's yeah, offensive. That's, that. That is offensive, right there. Yeah. But uh, just one pod. Uh, it's not written yet, but I will be probably. Not comparing, but I'll probably try and re, uh, review the two remasters that came out in the last in the uh, last few weeks with Skyrim and COD Four. So I'll probably try and write something up for the geek section. Pull nice. my way to be- hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So, um, yeah, I actually forgot to do the November releases, but I haven't got the website open for it at the moment. But Call of Duty came out and Final Fantasy is out at the end of the month. That's all you need to know. Unless I'm missing something. Anyway, um, yeah, this has been the One Up Podcast. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and thanks for joining me, guys. Thanks pleasure. for having us. It's a pleasure. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.